Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Yeah, yeah, I got one And I think I got one What's going on? How are you? Another episode of the Into the Woods podcast on a lovely February Monday. It is February 20th, President's Day. This is the Into the Woods podcast. I am your host, Ryan Woods. Oh, please tell me again why we listen to a rodent for weather advice. Because it's been above 50 degrees many a days since that guy, and I misgendering, Punxsutawney Phil. Why is there no Punxsutawney Phyllis? I think there should be a Punxsutawney Phyllis, a little girl. I should be out there looking for her shadow. Um, because it's been over 50 degrees or just been sunny, and there's just been no sign of winter since he said, hey, I saw my shadow. How do we know he saw his shadow? What is the science behind this? It's just like those farmer's almanacs when... Every fall, it's like, oh, this year, the 2023 Farmer's Almanac is saying it's going to be a nasty winter, and then it's a pretty mild winter. All due respect, maybe it's a global warming thing. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to complain, um, you know, because there could be some, there's probably a day of reckoning coming. Um, but hey, maybe I'll survive. That's all we've done for thousands of years. Maybe I'll just survive. Um you know, I'm not disrespecting farmers, you know that. I love farmers. The problem is, I just don't know if we should be trusting them when we have the technology we have and they're just out there saying stuff. Like, well, the wind blew at 15 miles an hour in mid-July, and when it blows 15 miles an hour in mid-July in, in 1932, we had the blizzard in 1932, so I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be a nasty winter because we recorded a 15-mile-an-hour wind heading southeast in 1932. So... Does anyone know what I'm talking about? No, because I don't either. So welcome to the End of the Woods podcast. Speaking of uh, global warming and environmental disasters, there's one going on here in East Palestine, Ohio. Palestine, the word, the country, can't get out of the, can't get out of the news. Just can't get out of the news. Just, I mean, whether it's a conflict in the Middle East or whether it's a train derailment, Palestine is a innings eater for news for news broadcasters um the reality when i see people say things like what is going on a train derailment why do they do this i think what we've noticed especially in the last three odd years as we head on is february 20th 2023 and if we look back three years ago you might you might have a lot of friends in your life who believe in conspiracy theories as a race car races by my house. Um, you might have a lot of friends who believe that the government is, is planning some things or the government is in charge of things. And I know there's, there's examples of the government really, you know, having well thought out 
um, you know, things, right? Like they've, they've done things, they've done experiments on people, and they've been generally bad. But I think in a lot of times when crises has happened, crises, I think what we've done as a people is we overestimate the reality that maybe the government is just inept. Maybe that there's people making decisions, and sometimes they make bad decisions. More times than not, elected officials are going to make poor decisions when it comes to times of crisis. For example, like what happens when there's a pandemic and we just shut down everything and it's the wrong response? You know, maybe it was a little short-sighted because there's people involved. What happens when there's a toxic chemical spilled into the earth and then they decide to burn it? That's a bad idea, but it's because people are making split, quick decisions. And I'm not saying the railroad companies are good people. I'm not saying the government's good people. I'm just saying not everything is as deep as it may seem. Maybe sometimes it's that, hey, we're all a little stupid. That's all I'm trying to say. When you think there's a government conspiracy, allow yourself to believe that maybe the government just isn't as smart as you're giving them credit for. You're giving the government a lot of credit if you believe there's, like, some major conspiracy going on. Like, if you believe in some, like, Illuminati stuff and there's some secret society stuff, you're giving... Like, have you ever tried to get, like, three people on the same page? That's why bands are so fascinating. Like, when I hear about four people in a band, like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, you know, you name your favorite band. When I hear that there's four people working in the same direction, I just think to myself, like... How do they do it? Because have you ever tried to get, like, one person to agree to plans? You ever try to get, like, four of your friends to go to a night out? Where are we going to go? How are we going to get there? How long are we going to be there? What are we going to wear? What is so-and-so wearing? Who's driving? Um, where are we going to meet? Where are we going after? How are we going to get home? So now think about that on the grand... You're thinking about it on the grandest level of all, that somebody is pulling the puppet strings... For everything. Think about how crazy that is. Maybe I just created my own conspiracy in my head. You know, maybe, maybe. Just maybe. But maybe, you know? Um, what's going on? How was your guys' week? Did you have a good Valentine's Day? Fellas, did you buy your lady flowers and a gift for Valentine's Day and take her on a really nice date? Because your relationship is totally not about gifts and things like that. It's about love, but, you know, if you didn't buy those gifts and didn't get those things, you might not have said relationship anymore. But women totally aren't being manipulated about this. I was on my way home on uh, Tuesday, and I showed up to the grocery store over here because I knew they'd have flowers and chocolates. The chocolates were more than the flowers. Isn't that crazy? And they were fucking, they were horrible. It's just... There wasn't enough to justify the price, but of course, we know how economics works. So, you know, supply and demand, you, you heard of it. I went to private school, you guys get it. But I'm, I'm driving home and I'm like, I, Dana's like, oh, you don't have to do anything for me. You don't have to do anything. It's no big deal. It's a fake holiday, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we're, we're better than that. We're better than that. But like, if I didn't, I thought about what if I didn't? And I thought to myself, like, Wow, I really want to avoid that nightmare scenario. So let me just go do it. Let me just go 
get the flowers, worry about it later, blah, 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 whatever. Here's the flowers. The day is better. Everything is fine. We're all okay, right? And everything's good, right? Because I bought you something. Everything is fine. What do guys get for Valentine's Day? Nothing. Should they be happy about it? Of course. Did you see any commercials for guys for Valentine's Day? No, you didn't. You didn't see any commercials for guys for Valentine's Day because why? Because we don't matter. And of course, it's not about we us not mattering. It's that we have to do all these things. Oh, Ryan, are you really going to do this right now? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, you're gonna, we're going to have to do all these things. And if we don't do all these things, you know, you won't be satisfied. If a man cheats in a relationship, he's a scumbag. But if a woman cheats, she's unsatisfied looking for love. Hey, I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you the facts, he says, sipping his double espresso. You know, is there anything more? Listen to that. You hear that? It's my double espresso swirling around with a little cream. You know me. You know me. I'm classy, dude. I'll drink it with my pinky up, too. You think I give a damn? Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, did you guys enjoy your week? Did you take your did you take your lady out for a nice dinner? I got it out of the way early, you know. I took her out week, the weekend before. Me and all these other dudes, dude, so many dudes at the at the local local flower shop, walking in there, just dudes that just didn't want to get into a fight later. I'm like, all right, well, this is the tax I pay to be able to sit on the couch later tonight. This is the price I have to pay to avoid the backside of this. The, the, the relationship tax is a real thing. I really, I do believe that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Ryan. I have a lot of thoughts. You know, I have a lot of thoughts about things. I just have a lot of thoughts about things. I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. The End of the Woods podcast with Ryan Woods. What's he talking about? I don't know. He's got a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. One of those things is taxes. I got to do my taxes. After I'm done with this podcast, I might do my taxes. Which is always a weird... Like, I have all these documents. So I'm just going to type in the number. And I'm just going to be like, yeah, well, you know, thanks for that. Thanks for taking all my taxes. Now you're giving it to me back? Why? Why are you giving it back to me? Why did you have it in the first place? So we don't know. We don't know. We're, this is what I mean. Taxes are a perfect example of why the government, you really shouldn't give them so much credit. Like, why would you think that the government, an entity that has no idea what's going on, like, ever, I feel like, here's how I would equate the government. You ever seen a kindergarten class, and it's one woman, let's make her the government, and maybe a student teacher, like, maybe like a, a teacher's assistant, and then there's 25 little gremlins running around. And have you ever tried to see what that chaos is like? Now imagine there's 300 million more little gremlins running around. And they all have thoughts. And then there's like 50 teachers. Who wins? You know? Chaos. Chaos wins. So I gotta do my taxes. I don't even want a big return. I just want to like, I just want to get it over with. Like I, I don't have time to sit here. I know it's going to take me an hour and I'm going to hate every second of it and I'm just going to be done with it though and then they're going to send me my little refund and you know, I'll be happy with it because hey, look, 
Go buy something nice, Ryan. Go buy something nice. Maybe spend your time doing a little activities. A couple activities, Ryan. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should, because I spend a lot of time doing stuff that aren't activities. I've been looking at... I've been reading about that uh, earthquake in, like, Turkey, is it? And uh, it got me thinking about other natural disasters. So I've been just thinking about this earthquake, and then I'm thinking, well, they had no information. Like, earthquakes come out of nowhere, evidently. Um... If you're unfamiliar with what an earthquake is. Thank you, Ryan. Um, so I started thinking, what if like thousands of years ago, you're just a tribe living in somewhere in some coastal city here in, in what was going to be the United States of America, you know, stolen land. Um, and and you're just living your life. And like one day you just wake up and there's just a hurricane. Like it's year 524 and a hurricane just rolls through and then all your shit is just gone oh it's not funny to think about but dude think about the reaction if you like survive like what the fuck was that i mean it's rained before but what the hell or like a tornado if you lived in like middle america at the time that wasn't america stolen land you know it and it's just like you're like what the like what the hell the clouds are spinning like that's why i think I think explanations really ruined the whole God thing. Like You would think you pissed somebody off if you saw a cloud spinning in a cyclone formation. If you saw a cyclone cloud, you're going to be like, dude, we didn't sacrifice enough things this month. Like We did not. Something really went wrong for us to... We pissed somebody off, and he's about to rip up our whole, our whole setup with a, with a fucking cloud. Damn, you know? Just damn. Was that the end of the thought, Ryan? Yeah, that's really all I got. I don't have anything else on that. I just thought about how, you know, maybe I'd be bad at living in previous times. Like, I remember when people were like, oh, I wish I lived back when in these days, like the 1920s. I'm like, yeah, well, you probably wouldn't have a lot of money. You'd probably have to work in some steel mill where the conditions would probably, you'd probably lose a hand, maybe a couple fingers. You know what I mean? Maybe a couple, you might lose a limb. Working as steel mill. There was no regulations. Just we had little kids running through machines. We had no idea the power of electrical current. You know? So that's what I got going on. I did watch the Daytona 500 this weekend. That was, I mean, it was kind of fucking exhilarating. I did, I didn't watch the whole thing start to finish. I did gamble on it though. If you, if you see a sporting event that's happening, just know that I've got a dollar or two on it. And the Rothschild family really doesn't want me to win. There's a, there is a conspiracy. We want to talk conspiracies. There's a conspiracy against my bets hitting. They don't want me to turn $2 into 20 They don't want to see me win. They want to see me suffer. So yesterday, I gambled on Kyle Busch to win the Daytona 500. Why? I don't fucking know. I just wanted to. So I gamble on Kyle Busch to win the Daytona 500. He's starting from the back of the pack. And I'm like, I didn't know that. What the hell? But by the end of the race, there he is in third place. And he makes the move. He rips right on by into the lead. And then all of a sudden, they must have gotten word that I was going to win $20. Because then there's a Barney-ass car. Spins. And now we're going to NASCAR overtime. And Kyle Busch loses. Doesn't win the race. 
there's a conspiracy against me winning $20, turning two into 20. They don't want to see me do it. They want to see me suffer. So there's your real conspiracy. Enough of those vinyl chloride or whatever the hell you guys are talking about making hard plastics or whatever. Enough of your 5G and your pigeons. I'm talking about I just want to win a goddamn bet. <sighs> but I will say the race was actually exhilarating. I actually had a good time watching NASCAR. I never thought I would. Maybe it's because I had $2 on it and I thought I was going to win. It was really disappointing when I lost, but I thought, hey. So, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the first 20 laps. Then I went outside, cleaned Dana's car up. You know me. That's my Valentine's Day gift, but I didn't get her flowers. She wouldn't have got her car clean because she would have kicked my ass out. It, I mean, think about that. That whole new Miley Cyrus song. I can buy myself flowers and hold my hand. That would look weird as shit. Buying yourself flowers is not the same. You don't buy yourself flowers. You're self-involved. You know, I'm Miley Cyrus. I was on your team for a bit there. Call me still if you're interested. If you're not, whatever. But like, buy yourself flowers. Get real. Nobody wants to do that. I know what it's about. Like, you want it. You just want somebody to love you. I mean, get in line, pal. Are all of these songs by women sad nowadays? Has anybody put out a song that's good? Like, what? That's about something good happening to them? Like, Dana was telling me, she's like, hey, I'm I was like, what song is this? We were driving to the store. I'm like, what is this? What is this song? She's like, oh, this is about some woman's divorce. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, you know, she got divorced. It's really good. I'm like, why, why would this be fun? Like, see, she said she wore a ring and now it doesn't mean a thing. I'm like, Am I losing my mind? What happened to like singing about fun stuff and, and things that are good that happen? Now everybody just needs to have trauma to sing about? Like Dana listens to Taylor Swift and I'm and she's like, oh, you know, I'm like, no wonder you're fucking sad all the time. All this all this lady sings about is just being sad. And how she's just breaking up with everybody. She takes no responsibility in these relationships either. I mean, it's kind of rich, to be honest with you. It's, I kind of appreciate the master gaslighter that is Taylor Swift in taking no responsibility for ever, ever being maybe a partial part of why these relationships don't work out. She's just always, the blame is on somebody else. I love the gaslighting that Taylor Swift is up to. Taylor Swift is a master, gas, master gaslighter. Fact or fiction. Um, but it's just all these sad songs. And like where now that woman was singing about her divorce and how she's lesbian now, I guess. I don't even know. I could text her right now and ask, but I really don't want to get in the conversation, so I'm not going to do that. So we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants as we do. So yeah, so evidently she got a divorce because she's lesbian now and the guy standing there probably wasn't satisfying her enough is what all these women are going to say. But I'm going to say, look, she should have gone to therapy and worked all that out. You know what I mean? No, Ryan, we don't know what you mean because I don't even think you do. Well, you'd be right. Sorry. But that's my uh, that's my whole spiel on that. I also asked Dana the question this week. When did Taylor Swift like lose her country accent? She's like, she had a country accent. She had a country twang. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's from, oh, let me see here. The middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah, oh, not, no, the most country people I've ever met are from. A lot of southern accents come out of the middle of Pennsylvania. 
Now, what if Taylor Swift had a Delco accent from Philadelphia? That'd be hilarious. That'd be way better. And I would listen. I would listen to more of the music. I don't hate all the songs. I just... You know, you guys know me. I'm just a hater. And if something is really popular, I'm like, how can I... How can I hate this? How can I just hate on this? For no other reason than just because I'm probably just being a cunt. Um, Yeah. How many minutes have I done? 20? 20 just fucking rough minutes here. Uh, do I have anything else to talk about this week? Let me look at my notes. So let's go to the handy dandy notebook, shall we? Mm-mm-mm. We're getting our trim done. Mm-mm-mm. Holding your phone at an event. Saw that again. That's become really popular. People have been really upset at that. LeBron James breaking the scoring record. People were really upset about that. And I, they were all the phones. And I'm like, yep. See? Who was right? Who was right? It's me. So the NBA All-Star Game was this weekend. And at the NBA All-Star Game, they were able to show up. They were in Salt Lake City, um, where a white guy won the dunk contest. So Salt Lake City. Hey, you got one, Salt Lake City. Mac McClung would not have been in the dunk contest if that if the All-Star game was in Atlanta, just know that. And you can whatever you gotta do with that information. Um, but you know who was at the All-Star game and judging the dunk contest was Carl Malone. And Carl Malone was asked about his previous um endeavors where, you know, he played basketball, he was the mailman, he did score thirty-six thousand or so points. Um, but before he did score thirty-six thousand points, he was delivering other packages. He was delivering his own package to a 13-year-old girl while he was 20. Um, And when asked about the backlash of him being at the All-Star Game, Carl Malone had this to say. Carl Malone says, I'm not discussing any of that backlash. I don't care. That's my life. That's my personal life. And I'll deal with that like I've had to deal with everything. So, whatever What a crazy-ass response that is. I'll deal with that like I've had to deal with everything. Whatever. Hey, Carl. Not whatever. You did some bad stuff, Carl. You can say sorry. Backing yourself into a corner about it is not the way to go, Mr. Malone. Um... I've hated Carl Malone for years. I've been on this, and I think a lot of people didn't know. And every time somebody would bring up Carl Malone, the problem with Carl Malone is if you look at just the numbers that Carl Malone put up, you would assume he's one of the greatest NBA players of all time. It's just not true. But I hated Carl Malone for years. Like, probably when I found out about this was like 2017. And then I'm, and I'm like LeBron's chasing Carl Malone's record. I think Kobe was doing it at one point. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, what are we doing? And Bomani Jones, who got an argument with me about Chief Wahoo one time, said, I, I hated Carl Malone so much before I had a great reason. I only had good ones, like just being a dirty player, elbowing people all the time. Fact. But now, there's a great reason. He's a pedophile. And he, like, ignored the child. They, like, dropped the charges. Here's one from a website called blackenterprise.com because I can't... I This is a great website to use because they don't charge me to read. Carl Malone impregnating a 13-year-old resurfaces after NBA names Hoops legend a judge of the All-Star Game contest, the dunk contest. 
Um, yeah, Carl Malone. Rough go for Carl Malone. Um, when he was 20 years old and playing basketball at Louisiana Tech, Malone impregnated a 13-year-old girl. There were no charges pressed, and the child born out of that relationship, his son, Demetrius Bell, who ended up as an offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills and Philadelphia Eagles, did not meet Malone until he was 17 years old. Fans who knew went on Twitter and social media questioning by the NBA with Lowe a pedophile, in quotes, but seems pretty evident to me, to be in such a prominent position. Um, Malone's reputation was soiled because he was labeled a non-supportive father who refused to pay child support. That's why um, to twins he had when he was 17. Oh, boy. The outlet mentioned that he allegedly made a pass at his then-teammate Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa. Oh, boy. Carl Malone, when he finds out nines and tens are the scores of dunk contests and not the contestants. That's a funny one. Um, Carl Malone met 13-year-old Gloria Bell and pregnant her and had a child. Malone was only 20. Malone refuses all claims and deny the relationship. I mean, you can deny, deny, deny. He's actually probably perfect for like He's actually beating... I mean, we got to give it to Carl Malone. Carl Malone is defeating cancel culture. Shout out to Carl Malone for defeating cancel culture because you just don't... You just don't... If you don't acknowledge it, I mean, can they be mad at you? The answer is yes. I'm just saying, like, hey, he's doing his fucking... And he's doing his fucking darndest to make you believe that he's not doing anything. Um, it's not his fault. You know what I mean? That's what he's saying. Like, look, it's not my fault. Are you king shaming? What if he just started being like, are you guys king shaming me? I have a lot of grosser questions that I don't think I can put on this podcast, but like 13 years old at 20. I mean, what a disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really breaking any walls down there by saying that's disgusting, but hey, look, at least I'm acknowledging it. But I will say you could come back at me and say, now wait, Ryan, if Karl Malone's disgusting, Leonardo DiCaprio, you would defend him, correct? And I say, hey, now, hey, now. This is what dreamers are made of. But also, Leonardo DiCaprio is, you know, I got to ask, like, he's an old man. How old is Leonardo DiCaprio? 48 years of age, born on Veterans Day, November 11th, 1974. Leonardo DiCaprio dates young women. That's fine with me. Because I think if you're a woman who's outraged about Leonardo DiCaprio dating young women, I think you're anti-feminism. Because think about it. It's obviously consensual. Their careers, like Leonardo DiCaprio gets to be with young women or, you know, younger ladies. Young is the wrong word to use, but it just feels gross. But it is, you know, young ladies. And they get to say that they were with Leonardo DiCaprio, which that seems like a win-win. And if they're fine with it and it's consensual... Who am I to say if they're over the age of 18? Now, if they were younger than 18, I'd have I would understand your point. But 19, 20, 21, how often? I mean, I don't know what Leonardo DiCaprio, like, he can't be having conversations with him. We've been over this, like the Dan Bilzerian factor and then the Andrew Tate factor of like, how in the hell are you even, like what conversation, what conversation could be like with a 18-year-old girl when you're in your 30s and 40s? In hell, even Leonardo's case, almost 50s. What the hell could you be talking about other than just being kind of creepy? 
So, you know, that's my that's my take. I think you're anti-feminism if you're mad at Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's furthering feminism because it's a win-win for both. Their career is, is, is raised and his keeps on going. The legend grows on either side. It's perfect. It's a perfect balance. Life is about balance. And you know, if you're Karl Malone, you're a freak. But if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, cool with me. I think that one might have missed the mark on my point. But I'm, <laughs> I'm saying is... Oh, jeez, Ryan. What are you doing? I don't know. My computer just keeps telling me it's analyzing transients. Am I allowed to say transients in this economy? In this climate? Can I say transients? Oh, well. Well, that's the podcast for this week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed another ramblings, the ramblings and the rantings of Ryan Woods on the End of the Woods podcast. I hope you enjoyed your week. Hey, enjoy your week. Right? Let's try to enjoy our week. Imagine if we had a good week. Imagine having a good week. Huh? Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, subscribe, rate, and review. That's what I leave you with. Imagine having a good week. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. Follow me at the links below. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, and I will talk to you next week. Love you.